Welcome to the Why Weight Elevate podcast, where we share key information to help you lose weight the right way and then transition to a lifestyle that helps you keep it off. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Why Weight Elevate podcast. We are going to talk a little bit about mindful eating today. And without further ado, we're going to turn this over to Cheryl. All right. So mindful eating is a method of eating based on Zen Buddhism and a way of changing behaviors. The term mindfulness was defined by John Kabat-Zinn as paying attention in a particular way on purpose in the present moment and non-judgmentally. The practice of mindfulness has helped people to live more intentionally and develop the skills necessary to manage chronic pain, disease, depression, anxiety, sleep problems, and emotional or binge eating. So it's pretty awesome. (laughs) Cool. Um, And what I love about mindful eating in particular is it's not about what you're eating. So there's no, you know, you're not judging your food. You're not restricting any food. It's really about how you're eating. Um, So sometimes, especially as we're approaching the holiday season, um, if you're kind of like have anxiety about like what you should eat and not eat um, and you're worried about your weight or whatnot, um, you can start focusing on the how. And it has lots of benefits that we'll talk about. Yeah, I I think as a society, we are very, very good at losing weight. There's multi-billion dollar industry designed to help us lose weight. What we're not very good at is the long-term run. How do we make this sustainable? And mindful eating really fulfills that criteria and makes it necessary. Uh, Or or the the necessary part is making those behavior changes. Um, I also have to like address like in our day in our world we have we're usually multitasking um if you're starting to and that's where this where we tend to overeat if we're not focused on um what we're actually doing um it increases your chances of overeating and so even if you're just looking at your work computer you're scanning your phone you have the tv on music on the background and whatnot um it distracts us from our experience so this whole mindful eating is bringing us back into this moment um so you can actually get in tune with your body hunger and fullness cues and um decrease your chances of eating more than what your body needs Yeah, I think it's really helpful because to be successful, you have to change your behavior. And if you'll use all of your senses, you'll have a better experience and more likely to respond to the mindfulness. So you mentioned a few of the benefits, but maybe let's do a quick recap. What are the benefits of somebody who does mindful eating? Um, It'll improve your digestion because you're eating slower. Um, It helps you with weight management. You'll feel fuller longer with less food, Um, increased self-esteem and empowerment. Quick question on the improving your digestion by eating slower. Is that just because I don't have as much food in my body and so my body is doing a better job digesting? Or what? what is that? Well, part of the process of this whole mindful eating is actually taking more bites, like chewing your food. Um, some of One of the ideas or strategies to incorporate mindful eating is chewing your food 25 times before swallowing. So if you're breaking up your food to smaller pieces, it's a lot easier on your, on your gut, on your stomach. You know who's really good at that is my wife. You know who's not good at that is me. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I have like a few bites well. <laughs> um, or if you like, um, I have lots of babies at home. Sometimes like beans, they'll just swallow whole. And then guess what comes out in their, their diaper? Whole beans or whole corn. And you know, you didn't get anything from that. Because it just, because hmm. they're gulping it down so quickly. Slowing it down also allows the process where you can savor the food, savor the experience, okay. and really take time to make it an emotional connection. It's re- reconnecting the brain and the body. Right. 
And it takes time for your stomach to tell your brain that you're getting food. Um, I mean, I've seen different numbers, but at least 15 minutes. So by eating slower, um, that's what helps with the um, overeating um, because you're slowing down, allowing the signals, stomach to talk to your brain. And that's where a lot of times, like especially in Europe, where they have multiple course meals. As Americans, we think the seven course meals, seven large, big <laughs> plates of stuff, not a, oh, a small roll or a drink or a piece of cheese. Those are all servings per se. But people go, oh, I have to have a big plate of this. And I have to devour it and see how much I can eat in a short period of time. No, it's taking the time and allowing, like Kelsey says, to get the signals to our brain that we're full, to grind it up so we can absorb a little bit better, to enjoy the the whole environment, to enjoy the company you're with, not just how can, how fast can I inhale it and move on to the next thing. This is all well and good for somebody who has the time to do like that. <laughs> I'm just thinking through my head of how busy I am, and sometimes I have like two minutes to eat my meal, but... What are, what are some practical tips so, or recommendations? So my only question with that is you have two minutes between something. Well, eat a little bit. Then after your next meal, eat Stop. a little bit more. Then next, after the next meal, eat a little bit more. Yeah. So that's, that was my question. Is, so what are some practical recommendations that we can offer to our listeners who are busy individuals to be able to incorporate this into their lifestyle? Because I think I hear, they hear seven-course meal, two hours, like, no way. <laughs> right. Well, my first thing would be still start with real food, not food like products. Okay. Yeah, I agree. And I, oh, go ahead. I was going to say um, th- those physical hunger cues that you have, mm-hmm. you've got to really recognize them, make sure it's not attached to some emotion or behavior or whatnot. So I think in the beginning, you, you really have to start paying attention to your body and see, am I truly hungry? Okay. Or am I thirsty or am I tired or emotion-based or, or whatnot? Okay. Okay. Or, yeah. or might just have my downtime between one meeting to the next. And now I'm bored. <laughs> or I'm stressed. <laughs> yes. Or, yeah. Exactly. So yeah. listening to your body's cues, am I truly hungry? Okay. Exactly. Um, one of the ways, um, another way is de-stressing by taking a couple of deep breaths before actually eating. Um, and you can do this in your car, you know, in between meetings. Just take five to ten deep breaths. Um, and that kind of helps you recenter, refocus, and then begin eating. Okay. And, go about then mine would be in that same amount of time if i'm going to eat something let's start with the essential stuff let's get the protein first not the m&ms not the no. M&Ms. <laughs> they are a food-like product and they're not essential yes it's true um get rid of distractions when you can i yeah. mean yeah. oh god i was gonna say try don't eat on the run don't eat standing up at the counter don't eat in the car try if you can just to sit down i mean it's five minutes to just sit down and be with your food. And again, part of it also, <laughs> <Yeah>. be, <laughs> but also in our societies, we're trying to do more and more and more just to say we've accomplished more. Doesn't mean we're doing more of the right things. Maybe we need to go back to what are the basic things I need to do as a mom at home? I got to make sure the kids are alive. You know, that's important. <laughs> yes. Or, as going between one meeting to another, am I just filling my schedule with more meetings or am I doing the things that have to be done today? And unfortunately, I'm getting, this is very stereotypical, but women who are especially moms and busy feel like I've got to do all these other things and put me my health way down there. I always tell my patients, I don't want you to be number one. I'm just saying don't be 101. 
do a th- take care of yourself. Okay. So maybe we can take things, things off our schedule that, yes, people want to put on our schedule, but it's not important to us. Okay. So be mindful about even what's on your schedule yes. as you think about when you're eating and planning accordingly. Any other tips, practical tips? I have one. It's coming to my mind. <laughs> While you're thinking, and, and this is kind of a little off the road, but um, it's the same principle. And, and I tell my patients, when you, a lot of people are working at home now, and so they're sitting for multiple hours mm. at a time. You will be so much more efficient and effective at work if you will take two minutes out of every hour and do some quick squats or push-ups or run around the building or, or, or just go to the bathroom. Get Bam. get that blood flow back to your brain. And it, it's being intentional. Like you have to set an alarm and say, this is what I'm going to do. And you'll be so much more effective than if you would just work through those entire. Because then you're focusing on that one thing. Mm-hmm. It also helps you better. It's maybe the same thing for food. Be mm-hmm. Okay, I'm only eating yes. right now. I'm not going to be eating while I'm doing my work. Right. It's called Parkinson's Law. Whatever you're doing is going to take as much time as you have give it available. Oh. So if you have 15 minutes to do something, you're going to find a way of making it work in 15 minutes. If I've got three hours to stay in the same project, it's going to take me three hours. Right. So we're going to limit your time to work on that project. I'm going to get up, walk around, go outside, do something, go to the bathroom before I start the next project or before I go to the next meeting to do those things. But to step away, get your brain to, in a way, calm down, increase the blood supply to your brain, and now you can be more focused when you start the next project. It's the law of essentialism. That's what that reminds me of. If you put your time over here, then you're going to miss X, Y, and Z, and you have to decide you only get so many hours in a day. How do you want to spend that time? And I I guess going along with that, remember when There's a lot of laws. (laughs) (laughs) When you say yes to something... What are you saying no to? And to ask yourself that question, exactly. right? Cool. Um, the last thing I want to mention is that this is a skill that you have to practice. And you don't have to do it every meal, every day. Um, a lot of us are in the medical field. You know, I think of nurses. You really do only have X amount of time to eat. And sometimes you don't get to eat because the patient starts crashing or whatnot. So um, be gentle with yourself and just practice it when you can. But the more you practice it, you'll learn. Um, and it'll be mindfulness will be second nature. I think something that goes along with this is be okay with hunger. Like, be okay sitting in that uncomfortable position. It's not going to last forever. It'll only mm-hmm. last for a couple minutes. Um, but just it, recognize it. Oh, my stomach's telling me I'm hungry. Give yourself a couple minutes. Try drinking extra water. Try going for a walk, whatever. And if you're still truly hungry, then eat. But give yourself that time to really recognize, is this true hunger? Mm-hmm. Great. Do hunger cues, they, they take a moment to even register in our body. Is that correct? Right. Mm-hmm. So, or satiety, not hunger, but like this, the hunger like, cues, oh, but also satiety. Right. Like, right. So, satiety takes like up to 20 minutes for your body to be like, I'm full. And if you're just crashing through in five minutes. You're not going to eat a whole bunch more than your body really wants or needs. Yeah. But even with the, um, the ghrelin or the, the hunger aspect, if you get busy and work through something because the patient's crashing or taking care of kids or whatever, or an important meeting, when you make it through that time, all of a sudden the hunger goes away, like Cheryl's brought up. It's like, why? Because the signals went away, and you'll be able to keep going. You're not going to be hungry for the next four or five days. It's going to go away. It doesn't feel like it, and we've been told to avoid that. There's nothing wrong with being a little hungry. And the longer you go, not we're intentionally not eating, but if you're busy... Don't eat. If you're not truly hungry, 
with like the thing we brought up at the very beginning, all these different cues. If you're not sure it's true hunger, go do something else. Okay. Anything else you guys want to share? One last thing that I want to just put in a plug for our seven-day, um, we call it our stress-eating course, but it's really it's a seven-day program that's designed to help you be more aware of your body's cues and, be, and incorporate some mindful eating as well into it. So if you're interested, take a look at that and sign up for it. Yeah, and in our Facebook group on November 8th, which is this coming Monday, mm-hmm. we're starting a free just mindful eating challenge to help you kind of be intentional about incorporating it in your life. So stay tuned for more info. There's some pretty that. cool resources and tools that we've added that will help you along the way in figuring out how to be more mindful. Cool. Yep. Okay. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Thanks for joining us in the Why Weight Elevate podcast. We want to hear what you think about this episode and encourage you to continue the discussion in our Facebook group. The name of the group is Community of People Elevating Their Mind and Body to Lose Weight. Or you can search for our Facebook page, Why Weight Elevate, and our group is linked on that page. Also, if you found this episode to be helpful, can you share it with your friends that you think would appreciate listening to it? And if you found our podcast to be helpful, we would love it if you could leave us a review. It really helps others hear about this podcast and we really want to help as many people as we can. Thank you.